Spirits of French Lick is proud to introduce the Lee Sinclair Four Grain Bottled and Bond Bourbon. This four-year-age, double-pot distilled, non-chill filtered bourbon has creamy, round, and lifting notes with caramel and vanilla, followed by apple, mint, graham cracker, and ginger, as well as cardamom. The finish is slightly French walnut, resolving the sweet, fruity, almost ground cherry and white pepper. Our spirits are available for tasting and purchase inside the French Lick Winery and Distillery. Spirits of French Lick. Respect the grain. Please enjoy responsibly. Spirits of French Lick is proud to introduce the Maddie Gladden Bottled and Bond Bourbon. This four-year-aged bourbon is double pot distilled and non-chill filtered and has a full-bodied mouthfeel with eucalyptus, molasses, clove, ginger, and slight citrus as well as grains of paradise. The finish is long and reappearing on the back of the tongue with notes of pepper, tobacco leaf, and mint cream. All of our spirits are available for tasting and purchase inside the French Lick Winery and Distillery. Spirits of French Lick, respect the grain, please enjoy responsibly, and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. (laughs) Oh, show me the way to the next whiskey bar oh don't ask why oh don't ask why show me the way to the next whiskey bar oh don't ask why oh don't ask why for if we don't find the next whiskey bar i tell you we must die i tell you we must die I tell you, I tell you, I tell you, we must die. Oh, all right. Ah, welcome back to another Scotchy Bourbon Boy podcast. Uh, I am refreshed. I am tiny of the Scotchy Bourbon Boys. Tonight we are going to be covering uh, the aspect of me uh, being a bourbon steward and the awesome tasting that I did last night for Julie Brundle at Metis Construction Company. Uh, It was just an absolute blast what we did. Uh, I just want to cover it tonight, but also want to get a couple things out of the way here. Uh, Remember, we are the Scotchy Bourbon Boys. We are on all major podcast formats. Please, if whatever you're listening to us on, Please like, subscribe, and then also leave comments. Uh, Feedback is awesome, and we need it so that we can keep growing this podcast and the Scotchy Bourbon Boys larger and larger. Uh, What what we're offering and what's happening is just going off the charts. We are also on Facebook, our Facebook group. Please join join us. Uh, That Facebook group is local, but it's got a lot of people from around the world in it, but it keeps you up to date on what's happening in the actual group where we meet every couple months. Our next meeting is April 22nd at the Barrel Room in North Canton. Uh, Everybody's welcome to come. Uh, We have Andemic coming down from OHLQ. That's Ohio Liquor. She is going to explain a lot of things to us. And then after that, right after that meeting, we are going to go live on YouTube, on Facebook, and also on Zavi and do our whiskey live tasting. I haven't decided on the bourbon, but I got to do that. Oh, it's Green River. Uh, Green River bourbon just came out. It used to be the Ozzy 
Tyler Distillery. It is now the Green River Distillery. They released their bourbon. It's exciting. Hopefully, it's going to be a bump up of what I like compared to what I was getting before. But from all the standpoints of what's been going on and what I'm hearing, it's supposed to be pretty spectacular. So don't miss April 22nd, our live meeting at the Barrel Room in North Canton. Carrie Sullivan there does a great job. I can't wait for what goes on on April 22nd. Also, join the, you can follow me, Jeffrey Mueller, on Facebook, but then also we are on Instagram as the Scotchy Bourbon Boys. We are on YouTube as the Scotchy Bourbon Boys. We now are on TikTok as the Scotchy Bourbon Boys. That's pretty exciting. I've been putting up some videos there. My infamous bottle chug is up on TikTok. Uh, If you haven't seen it, check that out. And then also, We are on Instagram and Twitter, all under the Scotchy Bourbon Boys on Twitter. It's at Scotchy The. Check that all out. But also remember www.scotchybourbonboys.com. We are on the net. It gives you all the information about who we are, the bios, and uh, you also can buy some great swag. Also, we sell bourbon balls on there. We're going to be making another batch coming up soon. Uh, Start pushing that again. So lots of exciting things going on. So that covers that part of what I'm doing. But tonight, uh, one of the cool things that through my bourbon journey that I've been taking since in the last three years, uh, one of the cool, cool things is, is that I become a bourbon steward. Now, an executive bourbon steward. The first step of becoming a bourbon steward, I did down at Wilderness Trail. Uh, we went there with Macaulay. He was, uh, he's in charge of the barrel selection program for Wilderness Trail and a lot of other things promoting the distillery. Uh, we had podcasted with Pat Heiss and Shane Baker earlier that day, but we took the executive bourbon, steward, not the executive, but just the bourbon steward class. And in that class, there was tasting sensory that you learned how your, you know, different tastes affect your palate. And there was a lot of different paper sensory type stuff that was going on. Tastes on paper where you would taste the paper. Some would taste, uh, it would taste different to everybody. But you kind of, kind of started learning all the different flavors of what's in bourbon and whiskey And uh, then everybody kind of sat in and we had samples of different whiskeys. We set up our own flight. Uh, Macaulay went over what you want to do when you're making your own flight. But then we all got to do a barrel pick. So we picked from four different barrels. And then when whatever one you liked, you could pick. And I think the consensus, uh, we all picked the same barrel. And the bottle that came, it was already bottled Um, once you got it. That's the way it was working. And you got to take that bottle with you. But then also you had the, you got the booklet and you had to study up on all the different types of whiskeys. You had to understand what scotch is and Irish whiskey. And you had to know what bourbon is. And you had to know what American whiskey is and Canadian whiskey. So they went through all that. Plus they went through a lot of different histories and that type of thing in the book. So then once you, you were done with studying on from the book, uh, you basically went online and took a test because you did the studying once you got once we got back home in Ohio from Kentucky. We took the test. Uh, I did, I believe, uh, out of a, a score of 100, um, I got 
98. So out of 98 out of 100, and I got my bourbon steward, uh, and they sent me the pin and introduced me into the Stave and Thief Society. Now, last September, uh, myself and Super Nash, who was a part of that first um, bourbon steward uh, certificate, and then becoming part of state, the Stave and Thief Society. It's a, a lifetime membership into it. You're a, a bourbon steward and everybody kind of has this, it's a, not kind of, it's a group of people who have passed and everybody kind of knows each other and you see each other out in the, in the, in the world. So this past September, we, myself and Super Nash, we went down to Louisville, which they have a moonshine university. So they have a working still or a distillery right there on premise plus classroom. Uh, so they have a classroom uh, setting. Everybody's uh, throughout the whole day. It was a whole day where we did different parts of distilling. We learned all about different types of bourbon and tasting. But in this, this executive bourbon program that we were taking, uh, you got a, a sensory uh, uh smell sensory kit, a nosing kit, so that you could understand all the different flavors that are in bourbon and other whiskeys, uh, toast, caramel, vanilla, all the different, all the different uh, alcohols that are on the heads, then all the different alcohols that are in the, in the hearts and the tails, all the different, there's acetones and acetates and all this kind of stuff that you, so you could pick up what they smell like. And then they also gave you heads. They gave you the the heads, the hearts, and the tails, and then all the lots of different other uh, you know flavors of, that you'd smell: bananas, earthy, herbal. Uh, you know all those smells that you might not know, but you can teach yourself to learn what they smell like, so that when you smell it in the bourbon or the whiskey, you're able to understand what you're smelling because a lot of times when you're smelling a bourbon or a whiskey and it smells like something and you can't put your thumb on it it's because you don't know what that smell is i mean you got to know what cardamom smells like or cassia or you know different flavors to you got to know what it actually smells like to actually pick it out of your memory when you're you're smelling a bourbon so that's that's the training uh we went there i got a half wrong uh, I picked, it was, the question was, uh, was about what it does, what does the char do in the barrel? And I picked it, you know, half the, of the four multiple choice, it was A and E, and I had picked E. So I was able to get a 99 out of 100 on that particular test. And they gave you your executive bourbon steward pin which I have there and I wear proudly now. And they also taught you what to do when you're doing tastings and flights with other people. There was a blind tasting in there. I was very happy that I was able to pick out what the, what the bourbon was. And then you also end up with your executive bourbon steward. Uh, you've got that right there. It's your executive steward. Steward coin. You have to have this at all times on you because if you run into somebody as an executive bourbon steward and they ask you for it and you don't have it on you, you're buying drinks. That's just the way that this this works. Uh, it's crazy that it works that way, 
but you know, I when <laughs> I had momentarily misplaced this in my stock, sock drawer, but it was uh, during uh, October and November when I wasn't really going out too much. So that was, but I found it. And so I have it on me at all times. I'm not misplacing this ever again because I don't want to buy drinks. I want people to buy me drinks. So that's kind of a cool thing. So once I became an executive bourbon steward, that means you're allowed to do tastings. Now, the tastings, uh, I've always naturally, now that we've been doing the Scotchy Bourbon Boys, I love to do tastings. I practice on, I was practicing on, with flights on anybody or anybody who would come over. And uh, with what we've designed on the logo and what I've done, uh, last night we, uh, I, last night was one of the large, was going, was set up to be the largest tasting that I was uh, that I had done. When you're talking about 25 people, a chance for 25 people to taste whiskey, one one ounce pours every single bottle that you're going to be tasting, it's a whole bottle. So you got to come up with, you have to have the whiskey to do the tasting. So that's one thing that I do uh, as uh, executive bourbon steward. I go around. I love to wait in uh, lines uh, at distilleries, at the local grocery store, at the at their liquor stores. And just talk to the people because talking to the people and telling people about the Scotchy Bourbon Boys, giving out cards really brings me closer to you guys, the listeners, and that's what I want to do. So that's kind of a cool thing. But at the same time, I keep coming across really good bourbons uh, and whiskeys. For, uh, today, I picked up the Woodford R Reserve five grains or five grains barley five barley stouted uh whiskey so it's got five different barleys and they're stouted and they made a a malt with you know a single malt whiskey there are five single malt uh stouted uh malts you know to uh toasted malts so it's really kind of cool. I picked that bottle up. I now have it so I can do it and use it in a tasting or I can do it and use it whatever I want. But one of the things that I've set up is the first thing, let's say you want to get a tasting for me. First, I need to know how many people we're talking about. Six, eight, four couples. Uh, what What's the makeup of the room where we're going to do it? Uh, I will come to your house. I will do this online. I will do tastings online tiny will do from the scotchy bourbon boys does tastings online i will do it however you want to do it right now you could see my setup if you're watching on youtube but my setup really is right here consists of four different bourbons and this is the tasting from last night i had eh taylor small batch i had weller 10 antique 107 i had stag junior barrel strength and I had Parker's Heritage finished bourbon, finished in orange curacao liqueur barrels. So as far as price goes, this was my top line bourbon uh, selection. So when they asked me um, what, what, what could I present them, I came up with three tastings. I came up with uh a tastings that were uh readily available bourbons but what i thought 
was a good bourbon. So they were around $50 bottles, and but they were all readily available. I believe Woodford Reserve Double Oak, uh, Buffalo Trace. There was, and I'm not, I don't remember offhand, but there was four bourbons that way. Then there was the mid-level, and then this was the top level. Uh, you're talking about um, every one of these bourbons here are allocated. Uh, you have to wait in line to get them. So the Parker Heritage, I waited in line at Heaven Hill. The Stag Jr., the 107, and the E.H. Taylor, I wait at my local liquor stores or, you know, the whatever, and I'm able to obtain these bourbons by waiting in line. So that's one of the things as a bourbon steward and doing tastings, you've got to have the bourbon. Now, the podcast lends me to have the bourbon. Now, if I'm doing a six to eight person uh, tasting, which is the, uh, the one of the like more of a personal level tasting, you're still talking about eight times four, which is 32 glasses. So I can supply the glassware. Uh, this 25 tasting, uh, I had to have a hundred glasses. I did. Ex- I was about uh, three dozen short, so I expanded my uh, Glencairn collection so that I was able to have the Scotchy Bourbon Boys Glencairn. That's what this is right here. Uh, we sell these on our website, but this Scotchy Bourbon Boy Glencairn that I'm showing the people on YouTube. You can see it's got the Scotchy Bourbon Boy logo, and there goes <laughs> uh, the topper. So one of the things, so when you there's a lot of stuff that can go in to make it a really cool experience. So you've got the four four Scotchy Bourbon Boys glasses, or three glasses in a blank glass, or last like last night, uh, what I did is I had I I had blank glasses or the Scotchy Bourbon Boy glasses, but I picked out one. Glen Karen that I had picked up from the distillery and I picked that up and I put it in the tasting and the, whoever sat down with that glass, I gave away a uh, Scotchy Bourbon Boys Glen Karen to that person. It turned out to be Julie, uh, the wonderful woman who contacted me to do this for them. Uh, I just, it was just a super awesome experience uh doing a tasting of that size uh eventually 13 people total tasted but i had everything set up for that 20 those 25 people you gotta you gotta have you gotta be set up for the most okay so that meant that so i got i got there i brought in the glassware that's the that's probably the hardest thing that you have to do you have to have it all boxed up i, I got my own dolly i wheel it in uh, pull all the. Uh, I had to make sure all the glasses had been hand cleaned and checked by me specifically. I didn't want. I wanted them to be polished. I wanted to make sure that if the that there was no chance. Uh, I uh, one one time I had ordered uh, Glen Cairns from. They come from the UK, and there was actually a bug, a millipede in one of the glasses, and then uh, because they were brand new. I had just pulled it out and it soaked up the bourbon. So you got to so I learned a lesson there was it was for friends, but I just wanted to make sure that there was no millipedes in my new glasses and I wa- so washing 100 uh and polishing 100 
glasses is kind of a fun thing to do for me. I enjoy doing the polishing. But then we came up with, a lot of times everybody has these plastic toppers. Well, we came up with these bamboo kind of toppers that my wife found. And she then had a rubber stamp made and she stamped them. So they look like mini wood barrel heads. So we were using those. So once we poured the four pours, uh, the other thing I did was this wonderful tasting mat. The Scotchy Bourbon Boys will supply tasting mats for your tasting. So you can see it's a standard, but I will, whatever you're picking as far as the whiskeys go, uh, and I will put those logos onto the, the tasting mat, and each one has a place for notes, and you've got all your uh, tasting, uh, you know, the you know what you can taste, and is it spicy, is it hot, is it sweet, is it, you know, is it, bit, you know, you, you've got all the information you need to do a nice tasting uh, and fill out so you can go along and rate it and figure out uh, and teach the people uh, what they're looking for and what are the t flavors and tastes. So, on this, on the one, once again, the, the the toppers. So you pour into the glass. You know the specific bourbons. I have uh, actual the bar uh, shot pour that I was using to pour, and I would pour twenty. I poured thirteen of one, thirteen of another, thirteen of another. Then I'd had them all on their tasting mats, each one coinciding with each, you know, space. And then, like I do right here, and then that way they know exactly what the bourbon is when they're tasting. When they pick it up, they know that that's the Parker Heritage or the Weller. So it's really kind of a good thing that way. But also, they've got these little covers uh, keeping in. Uh, and making it uh, so that when they nose it, open it up and they nose it, they're going to get some nice flavors. The other thing I did was open these off all a day before, let them air in the bottle, let all the air out for about 10, 15 minutes. Then I put the cap back on, flipped it once to shake it up. And then uh, I took it to, you know, loaded it up the next day in the car, took it. But when I got there right away, I opened up all the bottles. That's the first thing I did. Opened up, took the cap off all the bottles, uh, put on the, the, the pour toppers, and then let that sit for about 10 minutes before I started pouring, just to make sure that we were getting the really good flavors off of the tasting. Now, the tastings, when I'm doing a tasting, I will give you, I'll give you history of the distillery. And the great thing about history is the distillery itself will a lot of times give you a lot of history about Parker Beam, about uh, Harlan Wheatley and that type of thing. But also history, because bourbon is a, like a Buffalo Trace distillery, there's a lot of stuff written about it in history. And there's always more things you can find out about it. There's a lot of stuff you can find about out about it as E.H. Taylor, you know, about E.H. Taylor and what he did, uh, you know, when he was running the old fire copper and then he sold it to uh, George T. Stagg. Then it eventually went to Albert Blanton and then eventually to uh, Elmer T. Lee and then, you know, to Harlan Wheatley. And it's just overall how the whole thing goes down in the history 
it's really kind of cool. But then while I'm talking about the history and we're starting to sample, I'll also uh, put in a little bit about the technique of tasting, what how you're supposed to taste in a Glencairn, what what are what are the advantages of using that special whiskey glass? Why a Glencairn? I go over all that type that stuff uh, while we're doing the tasting. So, like I said, the the key things is location. So I could do uh, bourbon tasting on location at a bar or restaurant. But if you do it at a bar or restaurant, you have to basically do it with the alcohol that the bar and the restaurant can supply. If I do it at a business, basically I obtain bottles that you purchase. So you purchase the bottles and then I pour them out and everybody tastes them. Uh, Or if I do it at home, I can bring you the bottles uh, with me and do the tasting that way. Now, there's going to be, I like to do three different levels, so I'll talk to you about what kind of bourbon or what kind of whiskey you like, and then I'll come up with, uh, we, we'll, we'll find out what the date is, if it's a couple weeks away or whatever, I, I'll contact you, and I'll have three different tasting levels and the cost of the bourbon uh, that has that we're dealing with that you'll have to let me know. Uh, what level you want to taste at. That is something I can't control. Uh, I have to get the get the bourbons and they cost what they cost. Uh, whether I get them, I mean, I'm able to obtain pretty much anything if the cost isn't an, an issue. But if we're talking an issue, uh, I can get most things also and I can get them at the reasonable price that uh, we pay in Ohio. So, and I won't uh, let you know anything. Now, if you have specific bourbons you want to taste, then I'd have to go out and then I'd let you know what I can get them for, uh, for you. And then, so that part is down. Now, I have my fee plus with travel, depending on how far, uh, it's been an issue lately, as everybody knows, with the price of gas. So I have a travel fee. Unless I'm close, then there's none. But if I usually will go out about between two and two and a half hours is about as far out as I want to go. <clears throat> but if I'm traveling to where you are, for instance, if you're in Indiana and I can go there and coincide it with going there and then doing the tasting, it's a possibility or Kentucky or whatnot. So just don't ever think I won't come. But so like if we're doing it for the corporate, that's one thing. You know, that's what I did last night. I went through, I did the tasting, had all the things set up. I got it all set up uh, uh, before their meeting, waited for the meeting to be over did the tasting, then cleaned up and got out of there. So if I'm doing it for you at your home, uh, I can come to your house. Uh, if it's, I'll bring the glassware. I can bring the whiskey. I will make special tasting mats for you. Uh, that is, I usually charge for uh, arranging and doing it. That's uh, a cost. And then I will bring the glassware. Now, all my glassware is 
available for purchase when I'm there. So everybody know that if you need to purchase a Glencairn on the website, it's $15. But usually, uh, I believe I charge... No, I think I char- I think it's on the website. It might be eighteen because it includes shipping. So it's fifteen dollars per Glencairn. So know that. And then, as far as uh, the personal aspect, I love it because it's a little bit closer quarters. Uh, I will work around an evening if you're having couples over or you're having a dinner. Let me know what time, and I set it up all professionally with the mats, with the, with the glassware. Get it all set up. Everybody comes down and I just, I'll, I I do, uh, I love doing this. Put it that way. I love talking to people, finding out what they like, finding out who likes spicy, who likes hot, you know, who likes uh, sweet, uh, who likes high proof, who likes low proof. It's just a a fun time. So then uh, the last aspect of what we offer is it's an online tasting. It would be a Zoom meeting. Uh, I have no problem, and I could do it any way you want. One, we could pick the bourbons, and what I'll do is I'll send you a kit with samples of those bourbons. So if you have a four, let's say you're doing this. I am going to be sending you sample bottles such as this, two-ounce samples. Uh, Normally, the pours uh, at, for my normal tasting, the pours will be one ounce pours. So if we're dealing with four, I don't want to give you two ounce pours because four two ounce pours will, you know, it's just too much whiskey for people if they're drinking, driving, whatnot. But it's one ounce pours are my standard pour. Uh, Same thing here. Now, if we're going to do this uh, online, I will send you a two ounce pour of each one. And if we're doing uh, three people, two people, every, I'll send the pours accordingly to how many people are going to be tasting in the meeting. You'll have what you need to do the tasting. Uh, I could send you one glass Glencairn and you could use your own, uh, glassware or, or I could send you all the glassware. But like I said, that would be a separate price. Plus I'll make you the, your special tasting mats. Uh, so that you could be set up tasting with me on a specific time on Zoom, and I will go through the tasting as if uh, we were doing it in person. But like I said, all that that we just talked about, uh, the price just is determined by what you're asking me to do. There, It can be all rearranged and moved around. Uh, I, I can give you the price uh, for... 10 and under, I have a specific price for people, and then anything over 10, it's more because of the fact of how much hauling and moving and shipping or whatever you have to do, uh, it's a little bit more difficult to put it on and make it come out the way it does right here. So, uh, this is just about, you know, what what you get uh, in your tasting. You get somebody... Now, just remember, bourbon is so subjective. Last night, I had a guy at the tasting, and he kind of uh, let me know that of these four bourbons, really the only one he could taste any flavor on was the Stag Junior, which was the barrel proof. And initially, he's like, 
they all taste like just like rubbing alcohol to me. And he said he got a little. So I was trying to. I thought at first, well, that's it's all too strong. What would what should we do as far as uh, you know thinking to myself as far as lowering that proof and then. He was telling me this, and he says all his friends drink bourbon, and they love it, and he can't taste it. And I'm thinking, well, we could find you a bourbon if we work hard. So all of a sudden, I'm telling him about Basil Hayden, which is an 80 proof. and these. But he says to me, he says, but I, t- I tasted the Stag Junior. I could taste something. And then I realized it's his taste buds are new they're neutral to the whiskey, so it takes a bare, 130 proof whiskey to wake up the taste but this 130 proof whiskey which i'm going to have a little bit right now uh this is uh the stag jr and really um last night i got to taste my bottle for the first time and only tasted this one other time at gervasi which is the place where i go locally to hang out and have a good time uh, I'm putting this back, but he basically was saying, so what I did is come up, I came up with a uh, rare breed, wild turkey rare breed. Now, Stag Jr., 130 proof, this is going to be, <laughs> this expression of back 17 of Stag Jr., it's so good. It's such a complex. It's not as sweet, but there's so much going on with it. I mean, there's brown sugar. There's a little earthy aspect of it. There's, uh, let's see, cherries. I always thought that root beer, oh, what was it, um... Like a ginger. What did it wait? There's actually a little bit of floral on the nose. I'm putting one of my barrel heads on top of that. Let some of that nose build up in there. But I, this is not a sweet bourbon. There's sugar. There's there's like mid palate sugar. There's a really nice burn. Um, not burn, but a hug, a really nice hug. Tons of vanilla. Uh, wow. Got a <laughs> width of ethanol there. A freshness, like a, I would say a little bit of, I'm just getting that sugary, a little bit of honey, a little bit of, uh, candied fruits. Delicious bourbon, and uh, the there was a, so overall the Parker Heritage, which a lot of people in the whiskey industry are not a fan of, but last night of the thirteen people test tasting, ten liked the Par- Parker Heritage, two liked their the Stag, and one liked the Weller as far as the best, and they they loved them all, but that Parker Heritage in the Oren Curacao uh, liqueur barrels. Was the popular of the, the, and so you get surprised when you're doing the tastings. But, so with that said, uh, it's time again. So let's see what happens. Uh, I am going to just go over 
all the stuff. I mean, www.scotchybourbonboys.com. Check us out on all the major podcast formats. Please leave, every, you know, leave all the all a good comment. Make sure you subscribe or like on whatever you're listening to Spotify. We're on them all. Uh, and then uh, just remember, check us out on all social media. The newest one is TikTok that we've been trying to do. We're on. We've been doing some YouTube shorts, uh, pushing the YouTube hard and heavy but also pushing the podcast. So once again, I'm Tiny of the Scotchy Bourbon Boys. I'm an executive bourbon steward, and I would love to be able to do a tasting for you. This is kind of like what I'm finding out is my passion. So until next week, everybody, uh, I'm going to have a little bit of this. Remember, good bourbon equals good times and good friends, and go out there and live your life dangerously. Cheers. Oh, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. I tell you we must die I tell you we must die I tell you, I tell you I tell you we must die Hey, Scotchy Bourbon Boys fans This is Alan Bishop, Indiana's alchemist of the Black Forest so I'm tuning in here today to tell you all about the One Piece at a Time Distilling Institute channel on YouTube. If you're at all interested in the art of distilling, whether it be home distilling or professional distilling, and the intense geekery that goes into that process, then check out the One Piece at a Time Distilling Institute on YouTube. I promise you're going to learn something you didn't know before about the arts. <laughs>